All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning. I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay. The headlines. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa to seek vote of confidence today. Seventh economic census begins today from Tripura. President Ramnath Kovind to hold talks with his Beninese counterpart Patrice Delon in Cotonou. India condemns terror attack on office of vice presidential candidate in Kabul. And Global Tiger Day been observed today. Prime Minister Narendra Modi to release report on conservation of national animal in the country. BJP government in Karnataka will seek vote of confidence on the floor of the Legislative Assembly today. Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa, who was sworn in on Friday, has expressed confidence that his government will win the trust vote with the support of 105 BJP MLAs in a reduced House strength of 208. Meanwhile, ruling BJP has issued a whip to all its 105 legislators to attend the Assembly when the trust vote will be moved by Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa. A report. The BJP party MLA stationed in a resort will go to the house together. The party has issued a whip that all the members should be present in the house today and vote in favor of the motion. The Congress is holding its legislative party meeting today morning before the session. JDS leader Deve Gowda has said that they will play the role of constructive opposition in the house. He noted that if there is consensus in the house, they will vote in favor of the finance bill. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Earlier, Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar disqualified 14 rebel MLAs from Congress and JDS yesterday under anti-defection law. He had earlier disqualified three other MLAs under the law. With the disqualification of 17 MLAs from Congress and JDS, the magic number for simple majority is 105. A lone independent MLA has extended support to BJP. One MLA from BSP is yet to make his stance clear. All disqualified rebel MLAs will move Supreme Court today, challenging the Speaker's decision. Congress Legislative Party is scheduled to meet this morning. The National Medical Commission Bill 2019 will be taken up for consideration and passing in the Lok Sabha today. The bill provides for medical education system that improves access to quality and affordable medical education. In Rajya Sabha, the banning of unregulated deposit scheme bill 2019 and the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code Amendment Bill 2019 are listed to be taken up for consideration and passing. The government will start the 7th Economic Census from Tripura today. It will be launched in other states and union territories in August and September. The census conducted by the Ministry of Statistics and Program Implementation will be held this year after a gap of five years. The data will be collected through door-to-door -door survey of each household and commercial establishment under the provisions of Collection of Statics Act 2008. The fieldwork is expected to be completed by December and the results at the national level is expected to be available by March 2020. The economic census is the only source of information on this significantly large unorganized sector in the country. As per economic census conducted in 2013, there were 58.5 million establishments employing around 131 million workers. The last rites of former Union Minister S. Jaipal Reddy will be performed today in Hyderabad with state honours. The mortal remains of the departed leader will be kept at the Gandhi Bhavan State Congress Party office for people to pay the last respects from 10.30am today. Reddy passed away in Hyderabad during the VRs yesterday. 
Supreme Court will hear today a petition filed by fugitive businessman Vijay Malia seeking a stay on the confiscation of properties owned by him and his relatives. In his petition, Malia said that no other properties other than that of Kingfisher Airlines facing cases of alleged irregularities should be attached. On July 11th, Bombay High Court had refused to grant stay on proceedings before a special court on confiscation of Malia's properties. Malia, who is currently in the UK, has been charged by the Enforcement Directorate ED of defaulting on bank loans to the tune of 9,000 crore rupees. He is also facing an extradition trial in UK. Vice President M. Venkainaidu called upon government agencies, civil society and NGOs to make relentless and concerted efforts to step up fight against human trafficking. Mr. Naidu was speaking after releasing the Home Management Training Manual for Shelter Homes for Survivors from Human Traffickers in Hyderabad last evening. Referring to the Crime in India Report 2016, Mr. Naidu recalled that over 23,000 people have been rescued in India. He said people should help and support the survivors of human trafficking to lead normal lives and rejoin mainstream society. IPS Officer V.K. Johari has been appointed as the next Director General of the Border Security Force. Mr. Johari, a 1984 batch Indian Police Service Officer of Madhya Pradesh Kada, is presently serving as a Special Secretary in Raw under the Cabinet Secretariat. He will take over the charge of the BSF from incumbent Rajnikanth Mishra, who retires on the 31st of this month. This is All India Radio giving you the news for quick news updates around the clock. Follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts. President Ramnath Kovind will hold talks with his Beninese counterpart Patrice Telon in Cotonou today. He arrived in Cotonou, Benin, yesterday afternoon. Several agreements will be signed between the two countries following talks. The President is on a three-nation tour to Benin, Gambia and Guinea. More from a correspondent. This is the first ever state visit by an Indian president to Benin. The visit is aimed at further deepening India's relations with the African country. Indo-Benin bilateral trade has steadily grown over the past few years. India is one of Benin's top trading partners with largest export market for Benin's goods. During the visit, the president will today hold talks with his counterpart. Later, Mr. Kovin will address the National Assembly in Porto Novo. He will also meet members of the Indian community at a reception hosted in his honor in Cotonou. Samir Verma, AIR News, Cotonou, Benin. Defense Minister Rajnath Singh arrived in Maputo on a three-day visit to Mozambique. After his arrival in the southern African country, Mr. Singh said, India is willing to forge a strong bilateral relationship with Mozambique by increasing regular engagement and cooperation in multiple spheres. Defense Minister also visited Mozambique's Armed Forces headquarters yesterday evening. Mr. Singh will hold talks with President, Defence Minister, Foreign Minister and Interior Minister of Mozambique during his visit. India and Mozambique will sign bilateral agreements to boost military cooperation. During the Defence Minister's visit, India will also hand over two fast interceptor boats and 44 SUVs to Mozambique. Prime Minister of Nepal K.P. Sharma Oli has stressed upon smooth and quality logistics between India and Nepal. Inaugurating India-Nepal Logistics Summit in Kathmandu, Mr. Oli said smart logistics plays a crucial role in making trade and transit arrangements easy, hassle-free and cost-effective. He also said connectivity remains a topmost agenda in bilateral cooperation and many initiatives have been taken on crucial components of road, rail, inland waterways and air connectivity. 
In his address, Indian Ambassador to Nepal, Manjeev Singh Puri said, India is fully committed to provide all necessary support to Nepal in achieving its goal of prosperity. India has strongly condemned the terrorist attack in the capital city of Afghanistan, Kabul, yesterday in which two people were killed and 25 others injured. It expressed its deepest condolences with the families of the deceased. A statement issued by the Ministry of External Affairs in New Delhi said that the dastardly attack was also aimed at undermining the constitutional and democratic processes and institutions in Afghanistan. Yesterday, the political office of the president's running mate was hit by a large explosion and stormed by unknown attackers in Kabul. Nasrat Rahimi, an interior ministry spokesperson, said about 40 civilians were rescued and all attackers were killed. The attack came on the first day of the campaigning for presidential election scheduled for late September. Global Tiger Day has been celebrated across the world today. This day is observed every year to create awareness about tiger conservation and protection of the natural habitat of tigers. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will release the results of the fourth cycle of the All India Tiger Estimation in New Delhi. India conducts the All India Tiger Estimation every four years. The government and the National Tiger Conservation Authority have also carried out an economic valuation of tigers in mitigating the adverse impact of climate change. Our correspondent reports Project Tiger was launched in 1973 with the initiative of conserving India's national animal. Despite conservation efforts since the 1970s, wild tiger populations showed a rapid decline. In 2010, during the St. Petersburg Declaration, tiger range countries had resolved to double tiger numbers by 2022. Due to concerted efforts and the Project Tiger, at present, India has the distinction of having the maximum number of tigers in the world. From nine tiger reserves since its formative years, the Project Tiger coverage has increased to 50 at present. The 2014 country-level tiger assessment had shown a 30% increase of tigers. From 1,706 in 2010, tiger population has increased to 2,226 in 2014. Suparna Sekya, AIR News, Delhi. In Jammu and Kashmir, the annual Amarnath Yatra is progressing smoothly. Shri Amarnathji Shrine Board officials said since the beginning of the Yatra on July 1st, over 3,19,300 Yatris had darshan at the Holy Cave till yesterday evening. More from a correspondent. Official sources told EIR that a fresh batch of over 2,600 Yatris left from Bhagwati Nagar base camp in Jammu early morning for base camps in Kashmir. They said that Yatra from both Pahalgam and Baltal camps in Kashmir has not been allowed till now due to bad weather and slippery condition on tracks. Yesterday also the Yatra remained suspended from both the routes due to incessant rain and bad weather. The 46-day Yatra will conclude on August 15, coinciding with Raksha Bandhan and Shravan Purnima. Tariq Rathar, AIR News, Srinagar. The News Services Division of All India Radio and its weekly bilingual live phone and program Public Speak will bring you a discussion tonight on RERA, a game changer in real estate market. This can be heard on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30pm. Listeners can ask questions to the experts sitting in a studio on toll-free telephone number 1-800-115767. You can also ask questions on telephone number 011-2331-4444 and post queries on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts by hashtag AskAIR. This program is also available on Doordarshan DTH. 
The US military has conducted an airstrike against ISIS terrorists in northern Somalia killing one militant. US Africa Command said the latest strike was conducted in cooperation with the Somali government targeting terrorists in the Golis Mountains. The US Army said the terrorists killed in the latest strike played a key role in facilitation for the group. It said airstrikes like these remain an effective tool in the counter-terrorist campaign against ISIS and Al-Shabaab. The Commonwealth Games Federation has said it absolutely wants India to participate in the 2022 Birmingham Commonwealth Games after the Indian Olympic Association, IOA, wrote to the government proposing a boycott for dropping shooting from the roster. CDF Media and Communications Manager Tom Degan told a news agency that CDF intends to meet with the Indian Olympic Association officials in the near future to help find a solution to the concerns raised. In an unprecedented move, IOA President Narendra Batra had wrote to Sports Minister Kiran Rijiju proposing boycott of the 2022 Birmingham CWG for dropping shooting from the roster and sought approval from the government. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sanjay Mattu. Thank you, Abhishek. The Karnataka speaker disqualifying 14 more rebel MLAs is the story that dominates headlines this morning. Day before trust vote, Karnataka speaker disqualifies 14 rebels, leads the Times of India. Rebels disqualified till end of assembly term, says the statesman. Referring to Prime Minister Narendra Modi's monkey bath on All India Radio, the Indian Express, quoting him, writes, People of Kashmir want to join mainstream. The Times of India, also quoting him, states, Chandrayaan 2 taught us faith and fearlessness. Woman Power continues to drive India's rural job guarantee scheme, reports the Hindustan Times. And finally, Niger's famous comedian Mamane takes unusual step to give people hope. The Asian Age reports that Mamane plans to construct a drama school that will offer comedy and other entertainment training to youth and promote African artists and freedom on a continent rife with corruption and strife. And with that, it's back to you, Abhishek. Thank you, Sanjay. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Karnataka Chief Minister V.S. Yadurappa to seek vote of confidence today. Seventh economic census begins today from Tripura. President Ramnath Kovind to hold talks with his Beninese counterpart Patrice Telon in Kotonou. India condemns terror attack on office of vice presidential candidate in Kabul. Global Tiger Day has been observed today. Prime Minister Narendra Modi to release a report on conservation of national animals in the country. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.